Welcome to this week's Happiness by Choice interview, where we interview experts from around the planet on the topic Happiness by Choice. Welcome with me, Maria Linton. She is an international speaker, trainer, coach, and helping women leaders to reach their highest performance and fulfillment in life. She's from Stockholm and an award-winning social entrepreneur, often featured in the media, and the author of the book, Life Leadership, Success, Health, and Fulfillment in 30 Decks. Welcome with me, Maria, and listen in to what she has to say about happiness by choice. Okay. So it's running. Right. Hi, Maria. Um, it's cool that you're here. Um, tell me a little bit about you and what you're doing. Hi, Stefan. It's lovely to be here. Okay. So uh, as you said, my name is Maria Maria Linden. Yes. Uh, I work as a trainer and high performance coach. And my, my speciality here is work-life balance and high performance. Wow. Yo, that's two areas, right? High performance and life balance. Uh, it's like contradictory. People think when they're high perform, they have no balance anymore. They have to work, 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 work. But there's a little more, isn't there? Yes, definitely. So just like you brought up, I think most people think that in order to be successful, uh, you need to just work, work, work and push. And just be in like, the doing mode. Uh, mm -hmm. But what I'm training people in is actually more to have, find their own balance uh, because that will actually free up so much energy so they can, have, they can reach a higher capacity. Mm -hmm. And where we work also very holistically. Nice. That's perfect. So what are the results people are getting when they work with you? Yeah, so your clients. You say, I think many, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, would you say they make them, it make them happier <laughs> per se to, to work with you and to learn that high performance can be something that is in balance with how they want to live? <clears throat> sorry. Yes, I think many people come first because they think they need to have the results in the outer in order to feel happiness and fulfillment. <laughs> uh, and yes, uh, they get those results, but actually instead of pushing harder and working harder, uh, actually train them more in uh, having the courage to relax more. Okay. Because when you're just yourself, when you're just relaxed uh, and in flow with life, uh, you will get so much better results. You will be more focused. You will stress less. You know, it's like you will see all the blessings and all like the opportunities and business opportunities and people that are coming your way, the resources. Yes. Uh, so it's actually very much the opposite. To be high performing, not only to be high achieving, but to be high performing, mm -hmm. uh, you need to access that power from within. So it's not about only the doing. It's very much about your being and your ability to be... Um, in charge of your own happiness and your life by choice, as you are talking about. Yeah, that's so good. And then that's exactly where it tunes in, right? Um, everything falls into place when you allow yourself to make the step forward and to, to accept that happiness by choice means you don't choose something outside of you that makes you happy, but you choose something inside of you that was already there to be like lived through you, through your being into the real world. And then you express that and that makes and brings happiness to you and to everyone around you, basically. Absolutely. Uh, and I know, Stefan, that what you are talking about also is like really coming from your own experience and your being. Yes. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so when we talk about happiness by choice and you help people to be high-performing, um, how would you tell someone to choose this first step to, to get closer to choosing happiness 
as something they want to have in their daily lives? Mm. Uh, I would say actually to make the choice, Albert Einstein talked about like, you know, the importance of you making the choice if you're living in a hostile or a friendly universe. Mm -hmm. And um, even though sometimes life can be tough and things are perhaps not going exactly as you have planned, uh, it's still a different approach to life to see that either you see that life is actually supporting you and helping you all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, or if you choose to see it the other way, you know, that, that is what you will experience. Yeah. Uh, so first I would say, you know, trying to like make a conscious, conscious choice about that. But also I would say it's very much about just like the small, small choices, like in your everyday life. Yeah. So I think it's better to start small and just like say, okay, today I will try to focus on something, one thing uh, that makes me feel happy uh, yes. or fulfilled or excited. Mm -hmm. so start with that and it will grow. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's a first step, right? You need to start somewhere. Right? Um, I think a lot of people get overwhelmed and uh, actually then run into these troubles with balance in their lives because they try it all at once. They want to have the end result immediately. Um, they want to switch from 180 degrees right to, from one side to the other and forget about the duality we are living in. So up and down, the harder you push in one direction, the harder it will pull you back in the other if you're not ready. And to have the swing, right? And it's always a swing. It's always going forward, backward, up and down. So how do you help people to cope with that? that um, well, that reality that things are not always sunshine and rainbows. Uh, I think uh, we're training them very much in um, embracing it all. So instead of thinking, okay, today I'm having these feelings, it feels hard, or, you know, I feel like a failure, or whatever, you know, humiliated, uh, it's still like, like embrace, embrace all the feelings and just like be comfortable with it because it will pass. So just like when you're looking at the sky and you see the clouds coming, you know that the clouds will pass and behind them, you know, it's, it's always blue. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's one way. A, that's a beautiful picture. <laughs> that's really cool. And you're right. Everything passes, right? And so try to hold on to a thought. I, I said this in, in some other interviews before already. Uh, it's impossible. You can't hold on to a thought all the time. You, simply, you will be exhausted after five minutes of trying. <laughs> so, and a lot of people really think they have to hold on to this and these experiences they make and they define themselves by the results they're getting instead of what is happening inside of them. Um, and this shift, this shift is so super important. So what do you think? What, what is it you do for yourself to, to choose happiness? Because, well, we didn't see so many times. We met sometimes on events and um, we talked sometimes. But you also have always this inner bliss that you carry around and this big, broad smile. So how do you achieve that? You're so sweet, Stefan. Uh, you're really a person I admire a lot. Uh, so thank you for those words. Thank you. Uh, for me, I would say, um, I think also it's like many of the challenges I've been through has shaped me. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes uh, like our hardest times are the ones that are most valuable for us to like really appreciate uh, the beauty of life and yeah. the happiness that is always available. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, I actually made the conscious uh, decision to choose happiness uh, every day. And it doesn't mean that I'm always smiling or always jumping or happy. I'm happy because, you know, I'm a person, I cry a lot also because I just like, I let it out. Yes. That is also why, like when you're releasing things, you can just like embrace the happiness. So for me, I always start my morning. I think this is like a key for me mm -hmm. uh, to have a morning practice. 
yeah. uh, and where I work like with myself and with my clients, what I call the life gym. So mm-hmm. you do like at least like three small like micro actions. One mm-hmm. thing to like strengthen your mind, to have that focus. One thing to strengthen your body, your physical body, and to get in contact with your health and energy. And mm-hmm. one small thing also for your soul and your inner connection with your being. Okay. So it could be meditation, walking in the woods, or like dancing, singing a goofy song. Uh, mm-hmm. But you choose for yourself. And then you have that as a foundation. And for me, I usually put like one or two hours in the morning. And I understand that many people like don't have that time or take that time. But then you can just do like five minutes. You know, these three things can take five minutes. And then you will have set yourself up for like a brand new day with all the possibilities. You will have aligned yourself uh, in a totally different way instead of just like walking out and things are just happening to you. Yeah. That's the choice. Wow, that's so powerful. And uh, I hear a lot of people talk about this morning practices and it's coming up again and again, especially uh, when you dial into happiness and uh, the topic of happiness. Because this is just what it's all about, right? Not only choosing it, but then taking the steps, each and every single one of them, to get closer to a fulfilled feeling. And happiness, people always think it's like, hey, everything is good, I'm excited, all is okay, and everything else is pushed by sight. And don't open this cupboard door, please. <laughs> I, I nailed this close for one reason. Uh, it, no, it's more like everything. Like I said, embrace that, let it go. Uh, people think also they, when they cry or when they're down and depressed and feeling, feeling pushed uh, to the ground, that's a bad thing. Well, it's not. It's basically your emotions helping you to get back to a state where you feel okay. And that's also what happiness is about. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Painting with all the colors, embracing it all, and just like releasing the things that aren't serving you. But I also think it's important to bring up, I'm a student of something called A Course in Miracles. Uh, and the course talks a lot about like, there are two like main emotions, two basic emotions. It's love and it's fear. Yes. And uh, then we come back to that, uh, that thought with Albert Einstein, because when we are seeing that love is actually our natural state, when things are like in harmony, when things are flowing, when things are meant to grow, because we are all meant, we're being created to grow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, life becomes so much easier. And we realize that it's not so much about like having to fight and struggle and push all the time in order to be happy. But mm-hmm. instead, instead, I would say it's a commitment to relaxing more, to deep like go deeper into yourself to just like allow all of that to just like come into your life instead of just like trying to push push it away yeah that's that's really strong that's really powerful and yeah a lot of people live their whole lives out of fear fear what the neighbors could think fear what the boss might do fear what the client uh, will do or not do fear of if there's enough um, fear of if they are enough so there's so many fears built around people and that they forget to live their lives and then they feel frustrated, they feel stuck, they feel depressed and they wonder where it all ends and usually not in a good way if you stay in the circle. So what would you tell people to shift to love, especially when you dealt with fear a lot and you know, a long time, what would you do as the very first thing to, to choose the other side of the handle? Mm, I think I would just say turn to your breath mm-hmm. because then you will just like come back home you will like more like shut out all the noises and distractions from the outer world and like the neighbors and all of those fearful thoughts and things. Yes. Uh, and just like, like come back and sync with yourself because when you're just focusing on, on your breath or like on your heartbeat, you will just like return to the natural rhythm uh, mm-hmm. of love and of joy. Wow. 
Yeah, that's great. That's amazing. And this is such easy practice, right? It's one of the, one of the things I teach my clients actually to do is meditations through just focus on your breathing and let everything else bubble around. Your mind can go crazy. You just pay attention to how the air flows in and out and what sounds do you make. And that's all you focus on for maybe five minutes. And that's all you need to do for a meditation practice if you never meditated before. So. <laughs> Yes, I love that you're bringing this up, Stefan, because people think that meditation has to be so hard. But just as you say, you know, no rules, just like breathe and being present in that. Exactly. <laughs> and one advice I would also like to just share here is like many people think that we have to just like sit and be all still. But sometimes that's very hard when you're like in your mind and all the thoughts. Uh, so I usually tell people do something physical first, even if it's just like a couple of jumps or just like you do something with your arms, uh, just take a walk around the house and then it would be easier for you to just like listen to your breathing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exercise, move, right? We are meant to move. And, and I mean, it's coming from me, right? A tech expert and coach who's working internationally. I'm sitting most of the time in this chair and I love this chair. It's really comfy, <laughs> but you need to get up. You need to move. <laughs> <laughs> Also get some new perspectives, but I can see also that you can move in your chair. Yeah, moving around. That's super important. <laughs> yeah, great. That's some amazing tips and tricks already, and it's so easy. People think really that's something hard, something that has to happen by chance, feel lucky, or they have to win the lottery to be lucky, or whatever is going on, right? They're looking for outside perspectives. Um, yeah. But it's really not that. It starts with where you are and who you are, and just allowing that and also that being that you are to be, right? So we always have these masks on, we play our roles and we are so good at that that we forget that it's not really what life is all about. It's being authentic. <laughs> the power of authenticity. Yeah. I really, really enjoy listening to you, Stefan, having this conversation. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy you're here and share your thoughts and your expertise. Because this is, I think it's so valuable for all the people who ever listen to this or find this, um, wherever they listen to it. Because, you know, hearing it from one person or from one side is one thing, but hearing it from hundreds and hundreds of people all over again and again in different words and forms, hopefully it helps them to open up their mind and say, okay, now I have to try it. And so many people say it works. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly, Stefan, and you're really doing wonderful work uh, with your mission. So, uh, is it okay if I bring one thing up? Yes, sure, always. <laughs> uh, okay, so one thing that I think is so crucial for us uh, and to remind us of is that the goal of our success uh, and all the fame and prestige and all of these things and outer, they're great, uh, mm -hmm. but it's like the purpose of it is really the happiness that we're feeling within and that inner peace. Yeah. Uh, and even though like like we know people like you and I we are working with it a lot it's still like you know practice to every day just like return to that and see that even if things are not going exactly as planned it will mm -hmm. still be like the goal is still happiness the goal is still connection the goal is still inner peace yes. uh, so it's so not so we don't confuse it yeah so the outer is there to support our inner growth and happiness yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, that all belongs together, right? The one doesn't exist without the other. And our outer perspective, what we see our reality comes from inside. It's also what a lot of people don't understand is they're creating their reality. And with this little shift, this little choice to say, okay, 
the whole world doesn't um, or isn't after me. They don't want to do me harm or bad things. The whole world is actually there to support me. I can live because of it. There's air, there's water, there's food, there's everything I need. And it's provided freely, actually. Obviously, humans made it a little more complicated, but basically it's free. And, and this is something I think as baseline and people understand that it helps a lot to move into this love and this bliss and to see the higher purpose of things. And like you said, Absolutely. And also I would like to talk about like the, when you were said about the share and like having to move sometimes. Uh, I think it's so important that we see like how it's so so intimately connected. It's not like you can only like be in your inner world and just sit and meditate on your sofa. No, it's like also like just like go out, meet people, like uh, share the love, share the excitement, you know, like inspire people and get new perspectives yourself so you can grow. Uh, so it's like really bridging the inner and outer world. Exactly, yes. And be nice to someone just out of nothing, right? Tell someone they have nice sunglasses or a cool hat or whatever. And not even start a conversation about it. Just mention that and then walk on. And when you can make someone else's day, that feels good. <laughs> yes. We are programmed to do that, to be, yeah, to be kind and to be loving because I think that's our natural state. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a great tip you gave there. Just like give someone a compliment. Just share yeah. that. Yeah, and if it's uh, hard for you to talk to someone else, you feel still strange, they could be all dangerous, then just wave or say hi or, or smile. That's already enough to get the smile back. <laughs> That's perfect. You don't even have to go so close. You can just like... <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I mean, this, this person, and you don't know them, and they don't know you, they will wonder the whole freaking day who you are. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I do that with strangers, I'm like, hello! And they're like, hi, do I know you? I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> it's too much fun. That's cool. See, that, that's small things you can do to choose happiness. And that's really amazing. You shared some amazing tips and insights. And I'm pretty sure when people just go out of their shell and try them out, and they will have results immediately. And that's just the next thing, right? you feel good immediately. It's not something that comes later. It's an instant gratification. <laughs> instant gratification. <laughs> okay. Well, then I would say we, we wrap it up here. Do you have anything else you want to add or give to people? No, I think we just summarize it with like the natu our natural state is actually love uh, yeah. and happiness. That's a great so summary. Stop resisting it. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Stefan. See you soon. Yes, bye-bye. And that's it for this week. Happy I've been here. I hope you got some amazing input from this interview. And be here again next week to another interview for Happiness by Choice. The Happiness by Choice series is brought to you by Digital Life Enhancement. Stefan Loger, the world's first digital life enhancement expert. And I'm happy to hear you next week again. Bye.